0: This is not your grandmother's conservative movie. This is a different type of movie. This is this is this is taking it to a whole new level. It was a story that needed to be told because big tech and big media had done such a brilliant job of suppressing it. It There's an absolute hunger for the truth, and people know this story was held back from them. People know there was a cover up, and that's why that's why it's doing so well. We are not demonizing Hunter Biden. If you humanize them. Then people understand the corruption. Then people understand that character can come on an emotional journey. It's very easy to tell the truth too, actually. It's mixed truth is much more dramatic than fiction, I find.
1: Welcome to a super exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. Actually, this is going to be a multi-platform episode. It's going to be on a number of platforms, including Politic Crossing, The Thought Leader Revolution, and Sovereign Man. And I'm super excited to have today's guest here. He's a repeat guest. This gentleman is one of the most courageous speakers of truth to power that the world uh, has seen in the past 50 years. He is the producer of all kinds of incredible films that are all about basically showing the truth when the mainstream media tries to hide it. He's built a very powerful thought leader brand for himself that way, and he's a true champion for freedom. He is the producer of the incredible viral movie sensation, My Son Hunter. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one and only Felon McAleer. Welcome to the show, Felon.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me on,
1: Nicky. It's an honor to have you here, my friend. So, Phelan, this movie is taking the world by storm. I watched it the moment it came out. As soon as I got up in the morning, I, I said, I'm going to work out. I watch the movie at the same time. I bought it. I watched the whole thing and did the workout. And I was absolutely blown away by the production values and the quality of this movie. It is, you know, an old-fashioned, you know, pre-woke Hollywood movie of the first order. What made you decide this was the story that needed to be told and how did you make it be such a fantastic first class well produced film?
0: Well, I think we want, it was a story that needed to be told because big tech and big media had done such a brilliant job of suppressing it. And when people want to, I mean, I'm from Northern Ireland, maybe people want to suppress something. I think the thing is you just really want to, you know, tell them, you know, they want to say, you can't say that my attitude is, I'm going to say that, and uh, you know, and especially when it's the truth. <laughs> so, um, so you know, I'm the producer. So it was it was kind of my idea to tell the story, but there's a lot of steps between that and getting the story told. You know, you have to raise the final. You have to think long and hard. And think well. First of all, is there a story here? I was very happy that there was a story here. You know, that that,
1: that there's a beginning, <laughs> middle, and
0: end. Which you know, which which a lot of a lot of stories a lot of movies don't have that you know and it's a it's a it's a thing you can fall into especially with political movies that you're trying to make a political point and you shoehorn a story into something that doesn't exist just to make the political point i wanted to make sure we could find a story there so then you know i remember sitting on our back balcony um our little patio here in venice california and saying looking at the team and saying there's a story here, we all agree this story. And I said, like, but can we raise the money? Like, can we can we do this? And the consensus was we could. Uh, in fact, it was the it was just absolutely we can. And I said, Well, then we're making this story. So we then uh, set about raising the money uh, and hiring a screenwriter. And I knew Brian Godawa from previous work I'd done with him. Uh, and he was the first choice, he was available. We commissioned him to do the screenplay, and you know, uh, it, it was it was brilliant, and you know, we, it was changes we made, changes we made, and then you know, I always had wanted Lawrence Fox for the lead role because he's such a courageous fighter, uh, and you know, he's kind of an outcast himself. He's been cancelled in the UK, so I felt he's he's he, you know he's uh, there's an outsider quality to him in many ways, um, and not that Hunter is an outsider, but you know. Because uh, he's a child of privilege, but he struggled with his role in life. Let's say, and then we needed a director. I remember I was going, "Who you know?" And one of my colleagues, Magda, said, "What about Robert Davi?" I'm going, "Robert Davi? He's Robert Davi. He won't want to direct this 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 movie. He's much too important for us." You know. Anyway, we sent it off to Robert's agent, and they wrote back and said, "Is there money? And is there a script?" So we said, "There is money, and there is a script." And I think within days or hours robert had signed up on
1: wow like robert's yeah. a huge name you know i i love his work yes I, I loved him in um i loved him in that james bond movie he did in the 80s he was a great villain yes. in that yes and he was uh, he was in the first diehard movie too right that's he, right of he, course yeah he yeah he played, he, there. yeah he played an fbi agent he's always got this look on his face like you know like he, he could yes. really kill you you know you cross the yes. wrong way that's what he looks that's like right. that's and special. And then I I see him in interviews. He's such a smart, soft-spoken, thoughtful man. Uh, and very thoughtful, very thoughtful man. He, you know, he, he thinks deeply about issues. And I was um, I was pleasantly surprised to see that you know he wasn't a typical Hollywood uh, wokist who was going to say whatever he had to do to make sure his next paycheck kept coming in. He w- he was going to look Ooh. at issues deeply. And I, when you had him sign on, I thought, wow, they got some real people here. And I I'd never seen Lawrence Fox in anything. Uh, but he was brilliant in this movie. If I may say so there that it's an Oscar worthy performance. I think we need to create a whole new category of awards. Fell Let's you and I, let's you and I do this. We should call it the Patriot awards, the Patriot movie awards. He should win best male actor, best actor. He should win the best actor role for this because he was absolutely brilliant in this movie. The way he Mm -hmm. portrayed Hunter Biden. Okay. Was, um, you saw the humanity of the man, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. some caricature like, Oh, Hunter Biden, he's this big ogre. You, you saw the humanity of a man who'd been raised in a particular way. And because he'd been raised in a particular way, he dealt with it the best way he could. And it wasn't very good. Uh, but I yeah. actually had a lot of sympathy for the character when I was watching the movie and I didn't expect that I would, but Lawrence did a brilliant job.
0: Yeah. I mean, Lawrence did a brilliant job, but, but to, to be fair, we, from the very beginning, and this is, you know, one of the big instructions that I gave to the, to the screenwriter, also the director, but I didn't need to tell them, right? I didn't need to tell these industry professionals, you know, we are not demonizing Hunter Biden. Uh, because they, they know that when you demonize someone, uh, it doesn't make for a good movie. Uh, you know, they, they knew that when you demonize someone, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's flat, it's one-dimensional. If you humanize them, then people understand the corruption then people understand that the, the that character can come on an emotional journey and both brian and robert knew that and lawrence that this had to be a human being uh and because uh, people respond to that so it was a it was a deliberate plan on by everyone in the movie. that's good that's good to hear and you know there
1: was a there was a Conservative themed movie made uh, I don't know eight ten years ago I think it was called The conservative tale and I, and I watched it because you know I, I wanted to support a conservative movie and uh, Kelsey Grammer was in the movie he played General Patton and there was all kinds of other you know traditional American characters in it but it was it was over the top with its portrayal of you know patriots and conservatives in a particular way it was very one dimensional and it wasn't a great movie to watch <clears throat> even though I supported it and it didn't do very well for that reason. And these days, why I think it's important that you're making this movie and that movies like this are getting made is because frankly, Hollywood's films overwhelmingly stink. They're horrible. (laughs) They're brutal. You know, they are using one dimensional characters. They are beating us over the head with a message. And if you don't go watch their movies, they call us oppressed, oppressive or racist or sexist racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah we absolutely we don't like yeah. We don't like Power of the Rings or this latest Tolkien thing on Amazon because we're racist and it's like. No, I think it's because not a great storytelling. Actually, you know, that's that's you know, yeah, it's it's uh, and we didn't like um, Ghostbusters with all the women in it because we're misogynist or because we're racist because we didn't like the black character and it's just just wasn't a good movie.
1: Well, I I haven't watched either one of those movies, so I can't speak to that. But I have. Attempted to watch thirty or forty movies. I've got teenage sons in the last little while. Movies that my sons wanted to watch, and you know, I, I couldn't sit through more than twenty minutes of it. I mean, the over-the-top preachiness of those movies is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Is absolutely yeah. terrible. And yeah. um, I want to ask you this: Why do you think this movie is doing so well? Because it's gone absolutely viral right i'm I'm sure you guys have been very pleased with the success and uptake of the movie so far why do you think it's been as successful as it's been i think well it's a good movie
0: for a start right it is a good movie it stands even without the politics it stands you know as a proper movie i mean robert did a great job like you know i thought we had a very good script but robert took the script and you know threw it around and flung, flung it in the air uh, put lights on it, and bit a dazzle, and uh, he made every scene. You know, he, he didn't. He didn't rest on the laurels of seeing some. You know, I'm happy enough for two characters to be talking and telling a story. He wanted them to be talking and telling the story, hanging off the edge of a cliff. Like he, every time. You know, every time I see what he's doing, he was always trying to elevate things, and that shows. And another thing is, it's really well lit too, which, is, which conservatives don't get sometimes. But, you, you know, if you switch on the TV, you can always see a conservative movie because they're all white. It's just white light. Robert banned white lights from the set and, you know, made a real effort to like everything beautifully, you know. So and then there's just a hunger for the truth. There's an absolute hunger for the truth. And people know this story was held back from them. People know there was a cover up. And that's why that's why it's doing so well.
1: Yeah, I I think I think you're right about that. I think there is a deep hunger for the truth. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. I've seen polls where um, 20 percent of Biden like No, 20 isn't the right number. I think it was 17 percent of Biden voters in the 2020 election said that had they known the full story about Hunter, they would not have voted for Joe Biden. You think about that 17 percent. He supposedly won um, 80 million votes, 17 percent. Is just on just around 15, just under 15 million votes. So he would have been down from 80 million to 65 million votes. Imagine none of them voted for Donald Trump. Okay. Imagine all of them just stayed home. (laughs) He would have still lost the election by 10 million votes. Yeah. You know, so this was this was a horrible thing that um, the powers that be in the mainstream media did. Yeah. They did not allow the disinfecting uh, power of sunlight to be shown upon this story because they wanted a particular narrative to take hold. They wanted a particular candidate to win. I'm from Iran. I think I mentioned that to you when, when you and I first met. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons my father left Iran is we were Christians. And when the Shah was deposed, there was supposedly an election for the first president of the Islamic Republic. Mm -hmm. My father walked in fully intending to vote for a particular candidate. Okay. And there was a, um, There was an Islamic uh, kind of revolutionary guard soldier there with a Heckler and Koch G3 automatic rifle in his hands. Big, tough, mean dude. Saw my dad walk in, held out his hand and said, give it to me, snatched the ballot out of his hand, marked it a particular way, stuffed it in the box, and said, you can go now. And that's how it was. And my dad, one of the reasons he decided to bring his family from Iran to canada to north america was because this was a free country and that sort of thing couldn't happen here and while that didn't literally happen in this case suppressing important vital information that could potentially change the outcome of an election is i I think the moral equivalent of doing something like that the moral equivalent of putting your hand on the scale on behalf of a particular candidate. yeah i
0: mean it's, it's totally what journalism is not about you, you're just proud that if you do that, you're just the state organ, you're just the deep state organ if you do that. And they did that. And uh, that's why the movie is so popular because people know that.
1: Bravo, man, for having the cojones to do that and and to bring this movie out. I think another reason uh, why this movie uh, has been so successful, in addition to being a great story, in addition to uh, the truth coming out, um, is because folks like me who are movie buffs, who love movies, Mm -hmm. who, you you know, I remember when I was uh, uh, a boy, uh, well into my twenties, I would go to a movie every week with my father when he was in town, not going away on business. I, it it was a ritual. I looked forward to it. You know, we, we wanted to go see a great story and we'd always talk about it for several days afterwards. It was just a wonderful Mm -hmm. experience, you know, great way to bond and I've been able to go to see two movies with my sons since the pandemic started. Two, yeah. two. One of them was uh, Tom Cruise's movie, um, yeah, uh, which was a great movie, the uh, the uh, Top Top Gun Ma- Maverick, yeah, which yeah. Is, was a good movie. And the other one was uh, the the latest Batman movie, and that was mostly good, but it was about ten percent woke. So I mean, from my perspective, wow. it wasn't perfect. But my, you know, my kids, they don't see that, right? They're teenagers. Mm. And, and for, for people like me, we have a hunger to be able to do things that bring our families together. We have a hunger to be able to do things like watch just a good movie, you know, and enjoy mm-hmm. it and be able to talk about it with friends. So I think you've tapped into something really powerful here, Phelan. And if Hollywood isn't careful, I think um, the, uh, the, you know, the traditional movie maker uh, space is going to become bigger than Hollywood. I think you've got an opportunity to, to supplant those guys. And I think there should be a whole set of awards for that space because, you know, Hollywood's definitely not going to be giving you guys any Oscars for anything that you do. And, uh,
0: I, you
1: know, maybe who knows? Who knows?
0: Maybe the world will change. Maybe I'll be... I was watching the Emmys last night and how they're all uh, praising themselves for being brave and wonderfully courageous. God, like it, right, you wouldn't know courage if it came up and introduced itself to you. You know, being, being brave and courageous... Doing something that everyone in that room hates—that's that's true bravery. That's true courage. Just you know, yeah. annoying, hurting your friends, uh, exposing your friends, uh, virtue signaling and hypocrisy—that that takes—that takes courage. And they—they they ain't got that. They ain't got nothing, my brother. They ain't no. got nothing. No, we we
1: we need our we need our own awards for now. We need our own set of awards. We need uh, more movies like this being made. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, this is
1: why also, you know,
0: we teamed up with Breitbart to get this movie out there. You can get the movie, mysonhunter.com. But people, you know, I, I didn't do this for the awards. I did this to get, to get people to watch it. So people should go and watch it, mysonhunter.com. They should send the link to all their friends, please. We're going to do it. You can watch it across the world. Uh, I had someone from Japanese media on to me last night. We were featured in Norwegian media, Dutch media, you know, it's a big story everywhere else in the world, and it's a big story here, but uh, the world is, knows about it too and wants to write about it.
1: Well, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do everything in my power to get you on more platforms. Uh, like I said, I've connected you with my friend Wayne. Um, the biggest alternative uh, media platform in Canada is called Rebel News. I'm mm. friends with uh, some of the folks at Rebel News. I'll connect you with uh, one of the top reporters over there. and they'll, they'll have you on. Great. I think they'll, they'd love to interview you. They've got a huge presence on uh, on YouTube as well. Um, but if I may say so, I know you didn't do it for the awards, but one of the reasons it's important for you and for this movie to win awards is because it's going to give uh, heart and courage to other folks who think like you do, but, but at the moment are just a little too nervous to take a step forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a brave man uh, takes a step forward against overwhelming odds, he gives more courage to the timid. Uh, and that's why it's important that you, you come and you do interviews like this and that you, you, not only get the story told, but that you get rewarded and recognized for your, for your bravery, uh, in doing that. Uh, cause that'll, that'll bring 30, 40 more fellow McAleers out into the world with other movies, you know,
0: uh, hope so. Hope so.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. Right. Um, a good friend of mine is, uh, Roger Simon. I don't know if you know, Roger, he was the founder of PJ Media um, and he was a screenwriter in Hollywood back in the day. And uh, um, uh, you and Roger should talk. He's got a really cool idea for a movie. It's a bit of a throwback, and I'll talk to you about it offline. But it's um, it's, uh, it's that's a, interesting. It's uh, it's a really cool idea. Like I said, I'll tell 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 you the story offline. I don't know that everybody should hear this right now. But
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah,
1: don't don't spill his ideas. No, I ain't gonna wow. spill his ideas, but I'll spill it to you, and I'll connect you two, and you two should talk. It's yeah. a great idea, and I think it'll. It'll be a very powerful movie that'll do really, really well as well. Um, So, you know, how did you get folks like uh, Lawrence Fox and Gina Carano um, uh, and John James to agree to start these movies? These aren't small actors. These are big name actors, right? I mean, you know,
0: I suppose there's two ways of doing it, right? There's There's the artistic way and the practical way, right? And the artistic way is give them good roles, doesn't mean make them, give them heroic roles. I mean, Joe Biden is not a heroic role. Gina's role is, is, is heroic. It's a, it's a good role uh, in that respect. Lawrence is not, um, you know, Hunter Biden is not heroic, but, but he's layered. He's complex. He gives the actor a lot to do. And then on the, on the how did I get them? You know, have the money, you know, raise the money, have a good script. And then write to their managers, you know, and you'd be surprised people write back.
1: Wow, that's incredible, man. That's absolutely incredible. You know, my son Hunter at mysonhunter.com. We're going to make sure all that information is in the show notes. I'm going to connect you with uh, some other folks so you can push the story of the movie out. I I think it's it's super great. uh, it'd be cool uh to have you and and uh and robert and lawrence do some some panel type interviews uh together i think um i think what you have to say about this will will attract some some really really good attention uh it's a fantastic yeah. movie loved it love lawrence's uh portrayal of hunter i mean the man was just riveting i'm working out here okay and i'm a big workout guy and and i had the movie on while i was doing my workouts and sometimes i just stopped Holy shit! Did he just do that? Did he just say that? <laughs> you know, it was, it was just phenomenal. And that's the way we want yeah. yeah, it, it. was that kind of? Sorry, it was that kind of moment?
0: No, no, no. And thank you. That's that's what we wanted. You know, we want people to go. Did they just do that? You know, this is not this is not your grandmother's conservative movie. This is a different type of movie. This is this is this is taking it to a whole new level.
1: Well, y- y- your 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 grandmother's conservative movie was the established movie back in the day. But today, yeah, that's true. We, that's true. Are the, we are anti-establishment. We are yes. the counter-revolution. So today, yeah. the conservatives are the cool kids. It's, the, it's yeah. the lefties who are the establishment, the stodgy, the boring people. And it's the conservatives who are the cool kids. And uh, this movie yes. is eminently watchable. I'm telling you, listeners, you need to go watch this movie. This is a damn good yarn. That's what Ronald Reagan said about uh, the hunt for Red October It was a darn good yarn. So that's what I'm going to say about your movie. It's a darn good yarn. Well,
0: thank you. Thank you. We try. We try to do that. Trying to make it that.
1: So, uh, Fallon, one more time. People want to uh, purchase a copy of the movie for download. They go to
0: mysonhunter.com,
1: mysonhunter.com. Absolutely. And how do they share this movie? What's the best way for more people to share this?
0: I start a conversation on Twitter, write about it on Twitter, Uh, send it to me, send it to all you, send the link to mysummer.com, to all your email group, you know, really just get it out there.
1: Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely. We'll make sure that we do that through the podcast and every other way. Uh, Thank you. Fellam, thanks again for being a true thought leader, a man who's established a powerful brand presence for himself. Thanks for having the courage to make movies other people don't have the courage to make, and thanks for having the courage to tell the truth.
0: No, it's an absolute pleasure, and it's great talking to people like you who appreciate what we do.
1: Uh, It's actually a
0: pleasure a pleasure telling the truth. It's very easy to tell the truth, too, actually. Truth is much more dramatic than fiction, I find, you know?
1: You know what? I'm gonna write that down. That's actually pretty brilliant. Truth is more dramatic than fiction. That's a fellow McAleer original quote. Uh, And you know what? It is easier to tell the truth and the reason it's easier to tell the truth is because you don't have to keep the lie straight in your head that's right Uh, and um you know the world is um needing more truth tellers god bless you fellow MacLean.
0: thanks thanks bye
1: this episode has been brought to you by eastcircleacademy.com the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice